Hello and welcome into another episode of the Esports Network podcast in partnership with Reuters. As always, I'm your host, Mitch Reams, and today we're talking to the other half of XSET, co-founders of the organization Will Edens and Clinton Sparks. Will Edens, my apologies. XSET is a new esports organization founded this summer from three former FaZe executives, including both Will and Clinton. The organization was founded on a mission of improving diversity and inclusion in esports, and they've quickly added roster upon roster in a lot of top games. They have a top Fortnite team, as well as strong rosters in PUBG Mobile, Warzone, Rocket League, and more. They also have a long list of traditional sports athletes, including Mina Stess, Kyle Van Noy, Adrian Kolber, and more. For our guests personally, Clinton is a popular DJ who worked with many famous artists, including Lady Gaga, Ludacris, Big Sean, Little Uzi Vert, and many, many more over his long career. In 2018, he joined FaZe Clan, where he worked as VP of Business Development before splitting off this summer to be co-founder and head of business dev for XSET. He's also set to appear on Esports Network's new show, The Gamer Hour, with Chris Puckett in the future. Quinn, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, and I appreciate that big intro. Should we get a round of applause? Oh, man, wrong thing. There you go. <laughs> round of applause, round of applause, round of applause. Thank I need to much. have more DJs on this show, because that really ups our quality a lot. I like that. Did you for actually hear the applause? Yeah, I could hear it. <laughs> well, I don't, it's not a sound effect. I actually have people in my house ready to applaud on cue. <laughs> I love that. I expect nothing less. And our other guest, Will, is a merchandising and fashion guru. He's helped develop high-selling merch for legendary dance group Jabberwockies, as well as working at leading sneaker boutique turned lifestyle store crossover here in Las Vegas, Nevada. He joined FaZe in 2017 as VP of Apparel and Special Projects. And at FaZe, he turned the popular org into a streetwear brand that has been seen all over popular culture as celebrities in all areas have embraced gaming. Now as a co-founder of Exet, he will work as the chief of merchandising and licensing and work to build another brand into a fashion icon. Will, thanks for joining the show. Right on, right on. But by the way, um, I have a store called Institution in Vegas, so that's pretty much what I like to highlight here rather than crossover. For sure. Gotcha. Also check out Institution in Las Vegas. I suppose I need to go check it out considering I'm the one based in Las Vegas. So I'll have to go check out Institution and I'll... Uh, know all about it. So next time I introduce you, can tell you everything about Institution as well. Sick. Yeah, happy to be here, man. I mean, it's chat, chat with you. Me too, me too. I wanted to do the show ever since we had Greg Selko and Marco Moreau, the other two co-founders of Exit, on this podcast a few months back. And during it, they talked a lot about the expertise that Will and Clinton brought to the org. And so, because we already had that podcast, we discussed a lot of Exit's uh, focus a lot of their their focus on diversity and inclusion where they plan to go for the future for this one with will and clinton i want to talk about building a lifestyle brand and also just the overlap of celebrity with gaming that we've seen and how that also translates into streetwear so starting pretty broad clinton i guess i'll start with you with someone who has deep into the top level of the music industry how have you seen stars change their perspective on gaming in the last few years it really feels like we've seen a lot of uh, acceptance of gaming and embracing of gaming from a lot of the most popular musicians in the world? Well, I mean, it, it would behoove them to get familiar with a community and an industry that is as large as gaming and esports is um, because they have their music, which is also a big component in streaming and gaming. Uh, so it would be advantageous for them to get familiar with that space so that they can interact with those um, celebrities or streamers and gamers over there to get more exposure for their music. But a lot of a lot of uh, athletes and, and, and artists are gamers themselves. 
So, you know, it used to be two separate things. These guys are over here and those guys are over there. And, you know, throughout my career, I've always been the bridge between different industries and connecting them together. Um, so that's one of the things that we did uh, really big at our last organization that we intend on doing even bigger here at Exet. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, gaming in, 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 I said this before, gaming in music has always been, always been basically dating. They've been like a booty call uh, and they've just never committed. You know what I mean? I think just now <laughs> they're actually realizing like, oh, we really love each other. Like, why, why, why are we like hanging out more? Like, why don't we Netflix and chill? So I think that's kind of what's happening with music and gamers and streaming and, and musicians all together now. It's been pretty crazy. I think a, a lot of it started with the Drake and Ninja Fortnite stream. But prior to that, people like Deadmau5 were on uh, Twitch way before it really took off as a platform. And there's been, you know, quite a bit of sampling of video game music over the years and tons of this different crossover. Yep. Will, as you've seen it from a merchandising and fashion perspective, we've seen esports and gaming brands become things that uh, a lot of artists like to wear on stage that athletes are walking into games with. How have you seen that change and how and building as somebody who built phase into one of those brands that we've seen on the chests of many different celebrities? Uh, how does the crossover of celebrity into gaming help you from a merchandising and fashion perspective? Um, so, yeah, you mentioned the Juju moment with Drake and Travis. Like, I mean, I remember being in the office with the. Uh, Greg and Clinton just saying like, wow, this shit is validated now. Like, like the masses or the youth and urban and um, um, pop culture is now going to embrace esports and gaming. So I was like, you know, since we have such an extensive background in apparel and fashion, I was like, we need to start reaching out to our friends and family that are also still like, you know, not very like familiar with esports, but like if we were to reach out to them and let them know like now's the time. To like do projects with an esports organization, like we would break ground. So, I mean, getting getting product onto like whether it's celebrity or just like you know the day to day gamer or the cool guy or cool girl in school. Like, I just thought like we just need to you know reach out to heritage brands that you know the esports gamer communities already have embraced and wearing on a daily, and just you know outfitting and working it into their um, you know, their closets by uh, merging, you know, the esports or gamer brands with them. You know, it's, it was, it was a no brainer, you know, like people, you know, people walk all, you know, walking sneakers and Yeezys all day, but, or Nikes, but how cool would it be if it was paired up with uh, an esports or gamer brand, you know? So it was an, it was an easy, uh, it was an easy marriage, so to speak. Absolutely. Those partnerships are so crucial when building a brand into being a massive icon. And in the same time frame, not coincidentally, we've also seen all the major athletic apparel brands, Nike, Adidas, Champion, Puma, all do a lot more work in esports and gaming in general. So there's been a ton of those crossover opportunities. As yeah. you now move to Xset, where you've got a new brand that uh, was created just this last summer is now working in a bunch of different games, signed a bunch of celebrities. What are some of the challenges in building this new brand into one that uh, encompasses that same level of uh, passion that you see for other uh, streetwear brands in the gaming world? Right. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's any, there's any challenges. If you don't mind me jumping in there, cause we're dope and we're dope at what we do and we plan <laughs> on doing super dope stuff. So 
Will can add on to that, but yeah, I mean, he's right. Right. But you know, we, we've learned how to pivot and understand what we're doing is super new and that we don't have an existing, we didn't have an existing audience. You know, we, we came straight out the gate and we knew if we were going to do it, we had to come with some heat or just something where it would make it a great impression. So, I mean, the challenges are a, like, um, it's going to be trying to find who your customer is and what they'd like. And, if they would like, you know, the things that we're presenting based off our taste and, you know, the design that we're putting out. So it's, you know, you're, you're basically throwing out a line and seeing what kind of fish you can catch. Right. And then the other thing is, you know, supply chain, like pre pre COVID, no problem during COVID big problem, you know, finding inventories and, uh, and blanks and, you know, even just working with companies during this time was like, the, the, the timelines and production um, um, times were hard to work with. So we had to, we had to work along those lines and, and figure it out. So we will also be humble about it because those problems would be a lot more devastating to people that weren't us. And I don't mean that in a cocky way. I mean, it in a way that will has been in that space for almost 20 years. So his resources, relationships and connections to be able to put things through and make them happen are far greater than somebody else that was starting from scratch. So when he says we're starting from the bottom, we're not starting from the bottom in that respect. We're starting from the bottom and building a brand and, and introducing people to uh, new talent. Uh, but as far as like understanding the culture, understanding how to merge and collide cultures together, how to, to, to run merch programs, how to build talent, develop talent, how to build infrastructure, how to bring in uh, uh, cool content and, and content creators. I mean, we've already done it. You know what I mean? So we've been for the past three years, we helped build one of the greatest, most popular names in esports and gaming. And there was a huge part to us turning that into the business that it is now. I mean, prior to us, it was a bunch of just popular kids that were just super popular, made a great name for themselves, which is awesome, but they were not a business. And they also were not being pushed and being culturally relevant to the mainstream until we came in and were able to do what we've already done over and over again, which is shape and shift culture and then merge other industries and sectors into that space that the majority of the world was not familiar with. So we've done it once and we're going to do it again and we're going to do it even bigger than we've done it before. Yeah. So yeah, just to ride off that wave, like we've done it. Well, we, we've seen things and we've been said yet. Yeah, uh, we've said, been heard no from brands. So now we're going back to those brands and, you know, reaching back out and giving these brands and companies opportunities to work with us. But uh, yeah, I mean, I would even like to say like, like between all the organizations out there doing streetwear, it's amazing. I like that you guys, you know, um, recognize what, what you've seen from the other organization we worked at and thought you could do the same. I applaud that. I think you guys should keep going. But like, yeah, we have a different sauce over here and we have different um, relationships and they're, they're authentic since we've been in the business for so long. And that's what makes it easier for us to, you know, get things going and cracking. Um, but like, yo, I mean, for me, like, I'd like to embrace, you know, other teams and orgs and possibly do a collaboration at some point and, and not make it, you know, where it's like we're, com we're competing for a market share. I think we can do it together. I mean, in our past, we've worked, we've done collaborations with other brands. So, I mean, I think it can, it can we can do the same over here, you know? Definitely bring in all the different esports organizations, the gaming companies that work in the various different spaces. And yeah, Clinton, to your point, y'all have moved 
uh, pretty damn fast with all the stuff you've done. You know, you can tell this is not an organization that just popped up out of nowhere. There was a very clear direction from the jump, signing a bunch of teams. Remember Fortnite, PUBG Mobile, Warzone, Rocket League, a Valorant Pro, as well as all those influencers, content creators. So it's been pretty rapid fire over the first four months of this new org. Right. How are you internally... How do you see the two arms of the modern esports organization, the content creators, the celebrities, as well as the top tier competitive teams? And oftentimes there's crossover. A lot of the competitive players are also content creators. But internally, how do you see those two facets playing off each other uh, to create success for Exit? Uh, very easily and very natural and organic. You know, you just make sure that our players know each other, make sure that we internally share accomplishments, celebrate wins. Um, keep everybody informed. I mean, communication is key, right? And uh, every company can fail without good communication. Um, and when you have good communication where we're sharing, say with the, the esports athletes, what these content creators are doing or what they've accomplished, it, you know, there's a camaraderie where people can now celebrate one another and vice versa. So when a team wins and we tell our content creators, they're out there celebrating them online and publicly and then internally telling them, you know, directly. So it's really just keeping everybody in the loop. It's really communicating with one another and it's celebrating together as a, as a full family team. Absolutely. Is that winning pedigree something that uh, esports organizations need a little bit of just to be like, Hey, look, we're dope, we're winning things, and then that drives a lot of the interest in a lot of the other content creators? Or does it is it not really a prerequisite for success? Like it might have been three, four years ago in the esports organization where we see a lot of orgs who really don't put competitive success as their main focus, and they just are like, oh, we're just hubs of digital influencers now. Uh, do you think winning is still important to the modern esports org? Yeah, absolutely. If you if you have esports under your moniker as one of the things that's important to your organization, then of course it is. And I think the reason why that has happened is because maybe uh, in, in in pop culture, it's not as cool to be an esports athlete as it is to be an influencer or a content creator. So therefore, you'll have some companies that really just focus on those guys and don't really highlight the esports athlete as much as they should and or could. Uh, if they got their content creators more involved and got them more excited in understanding what's going on in the competitive side of the company. Definitely. There's a, there's a big overlap there where it's like you don't see people focusing as much on the competitive side uh, when I think that there's something to be said for that. You know, content creation's great, but winning is what uh, gives the organization a lot of staying power. You know, people want to see people who are the best at what they do. And if you can point to that, that helps you build a brand that is well, that a lot. Oh, go ahead. If you have something. Oh, right. I was going to say, well, you know, if you're, if you're call yourself a family, right. And it's like a lot of people throw the word out like brother and, and family and, and stuff like that without really, you know, abiding by what the true definition of those words mean. Uh, if you have a family and your brother graduates from school or, you know, your sister starts some business uh, and you're a true family, what do you and your parents do? You celebrate that, right? You go to dinner, you talk about it, you call up, you say, oh my God, congratulations, uh, this, this, and that. So, you know, it's it's no different than a real family than when you're starting a family like Exet to know, you know, the, all the good things, all the wins and the celebratory things that we should all be uh, acknowledging. But also if someone's going through something, 
You know what I mean? Maybe someone's going through a, a tough time. Maybe someone's feeling depressed. Maybe someone's feeling bummed out. Maybe someone took a loss harder than we realized that person would take a loss. So, you know, when you, when you build a tight knit family, which is what our intentions are here at Exet, you know, it, it's not one or the other. It's all in the same. We're all in the same gang. You know what I mean? So whether someone wins because they got, you know, a million subs on YouTube or someone wins because they just, you know, won a Fortnite duo championship in Fortnite. Uh, it's all the same. It's all winning. It's all, it's all happiness. It's all forward progression and forward motion and, and positivity and doing great things together. So we don't separate it the way that you're defining. And, and I know you're defining it that way because that's what most people do. I mean, we were at another organization where like, I don't even think anyone even knew who like the, the pro players were like the content creators. Had, there was just a big disconnect between like, here's the guys that play actual esports in this organization. And here's like the guys that just co create content and are influential and just like, you know, out here doing cultural things, really big disconnect. And I'm not even sure if like, you know, one side knew what the other side was doing. I'm sure the esports players, uh, wanted to be part of some of the cool events and stuff that the influencers were a part of, but you know, the other way around, uh, wasn't too often, uh, until, you know, we brought in a new team. Uh, we all went down to Atlanta and, and shared that on, but overall it wasn't really like everyone didn't know what everybody was doing. It's been impressive uh, how you guys have not said the name of said organization yet this entire time. I, I just got to throw a shout out there. It's been very nicely danced around. We went down to Atlanta and cheered them on, that, that one team. Uh, it's great. But I know you guys got to wrap here soon. So I want to ask one final question. That's about your new fall capsule. By, classic by, the, way, capsule. by the way, just so you know, like that's not a shot or anything negative. Oh, no. That. It's just kind of like, do you really talk about your ex-girlfriend when you're banging your new girl? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't. I, don't, I, I, I suppose I don't mention, not. I don't ever mention my ex girl's name in my house. Do you know what I'm saying? So why would I do that? Um, but I mean, we all know. You know, that's your job. You could bring it up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so I, I have. I feel like everybody knows at this point. Yeah, yeah. I, I so, believe I've I mean, mentioned it before. But you no, know, the people that need to know know, and you know, those that don't know, people like you, you know, do a great job at you know really identifying and highlighting the importance and the value. Uh, that we brought to said organization, um, which is why I think Exit is moving so fast and people are paying so much attention to us because they know without us, most of those things from bringing in brands from the NFL to Bear Brick to Champion to Offset, Sway Lee, Pitbull, Yo Gotti, Troy Carter, all these big names raising the $40 million, like all these powerful things that can help a company succeed and thrive, we played a massive role in that even happening. So people that know, know that. So when we come over here and we're doing exit, I think that's why they pay so much attention. Cause like, man, if they did that there, imagine what they're about to do now with the social good component, with their understanding and ability with merch, uh, building affiliate programs and all of the things that we've done and won at over and over again, we're about to just do it again. I mean, one thing we leave out a lot is that Will and Greg, Greg, who's the CEO of Exet, was the founder and owner of Karma Loop, which was at one time the world's greatest, largest streetwear uh, fashion website. And Will like ran merchandising and, and licensing over there as well. And I was doing marketing. So like we understand how to, uh, you know, how to merge culture together. We understand how to bring rappers over here and athletes over here and fitness people over here and fashion over here. Like we've done it. It's like we can do it in our sleep. So now that we have Exet, we don't have to think about, man, we have to convince somebody like why this is cool 
Oh man, we have to teach them like why this strategy has a long tail value to it. Oh man, they don't understand how to grow the value of the company's uh, valuation by doing these three things. Oh man, if we take this one step back, it gives us five steps forward. Like we don't have to worry about any obstacles or anybody that doesn't understand how to do the things we've done already over and over again. Absolutely. I think that's that's a great point. Will, I want to give you a chance to talk about that merch, about this new apparel line that you have, uh, the Classics Fall 1 Merchandise Capsule. It was helped designed by Exit's creative director, Dennis Calvallero of Crooks and Castles. Uh, let me talk a little bit about what you wanted from this fall line and what you're hoping to accomplish with the new, uh, with everything that you're working on with the merchandising strategy going forward. For sure. So, I mean, look, I mean, what you see from the classics collection is based on just even the word classic. There has to be something that's going to be going on forever, right? It's You can always go back to that as a classic piece. So most brands and all, the, all your favorite brands that you know of have a core logo and a text logo, which is embedded in your brain and lives in your closet. Like, like every heritage brand, uh, you know, moves forward because of these um you know that logo so like we had to we had to embed that logo just like you would like a boston red sox logo or a yankee logo or like a nike swoosh like that's how you identify with the brand and we're coming out the gate and that's what it's going to be like for now and going forward so that's what the classics collection um was based on um so it's basically a lot so moving forward, like every 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 drop, or once we get a little bit more elaborate with our with our products, uh, our product offering, you're gonna see logos in there. With our new product that's coming out for uh, the November drop, um, you're gonna be seeing fall color tones, a lot of fleece, and we're gonna be giving you some tchotchke um, accessory items. And you know, a lot of these things are just gonna stick to what's in trend. Um, and that's what we know well is trend. We follow those trends and we like to introduce those trends to the esports world and gamer world. And we set trends. Yeah. And we set trends. <laughs> yep. And, you know, do it, do it from the lens of, you know, EXO, you know? I mean, look, like, we're trying to build a brand that, you know, other teams and other personalities, whether they know esports or not, will know and love and embrace, you know? Like, I'm sure there's brands that are, you know, primarily based around other sports or other communities, and you could be curious about it, but about those uh, those um, cultures. But you like the brand, you see the products that come from that culture, and you want to just dive into it and wear it. That's going to be like for Exit. Like you might be curious about esports or want want to be um, a part of it, but the first thing you're going to do is like, oh, I want to buy an Exit hat or a T-shirt because it looks dope. And it fits with any other of the products I have in my closet. Um, and, it rep- and it represents dope. Yeah, and it represents dope. I mean, it's just it what it the is. Set, I believe. Yeah, rep the set. Yeah, rep the set, baby. Get familiar. Um, yeah, it's 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 product that it's gonna it's gonna go with all the things you already have currently, and especially when we start um, rolling out our collaborative projects, you're gonna see the kind of weight we hold in the industry. I'm all about my fall tone. So I'll link their capsule collection down underneath this podcast. If you want to check it out, see what they've got right now, and then be on the lookout for that release in November. Clinton, because you're one of the best hype men an organization could hope to have, I want to give you one final chance uh, to shout out everything that XSET's doing, what you want our listeners to be on the lookout for from the organization. 
Yeah, I mean, we're doing a lot of things. I mean, you named a lot of the stuff, you know, everything from our merch drops, from our, our domination right now and uh, some of these game titles. Um, there's so much stuff that we're doing behind the scene, Mitch, that uh, there's no way I would give any inclination to some of the sauce that we're about to dump all over the world. <laughs> but um, the things that we're working on are game-changing, are innovating, are definitely going to put us as leaders in this gaming and esports space. Um, and it's definitely going to open people's eyes to what the possibilities are to do uh, or what are the possibilities that can be done and uh, how to better run an organization, how to better treat the talent, develop the talent and uh, how to merge some of these cultures together and how to do right by brands and elevate and amplify brands objectives. So, you know, we got some really big announcements from our social good side of things uh, to our talent and our, our partner announcements to investors to look at we've only been around for 12 weeks. You know what I mean? We've done more in 12 weeks than some people have done in 12 months, 12 years. All right. So like if we can do what we've done so far in 12 weeks, imagine what we're going to be in a year. So I'm just really excited for the world to get familiar with what we have to announce. And, um, you know, go check out xset.com, xset.com. Go get laced up with that hot new merch. Get familiar with our roster, xset.com. And get familiar and rep the set, baby. Ow! I love it. Yeah, y'all jumped onto the scene with a New York Times article and have hardly slowed down since just adding everybody you can, rosters, influencers, everybody in between. Excited to see what is on the future for XSEC going forward. So I want to wrap this show up here because I know y'all got to go. Uh, but this was Will Edens and Clinton Sparks from XSEC. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. Stuff happening. Big stuff happening. XSEC.com. XSEC.com. Thanks for having us, Mitch. Right. I love it. Thanks for coming on, Clinton. Great talking to you and, uh, and to you too, Will.